Get into it. Welcome to the show, Morning Minutes, with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. And this morning, we're talking about don't get tricked. You've been tricked. What's your property worth? And just some good dialogue if you're selling out there uh, um, and you're interviewing agents and we're discussing pricing. It's not... You're not getting um, you're not getting your blinds done or the plumbing fixed, and you you're looking for the lowest quote or, or the opposite, the highest quote. Uh, Mark, to, to what what are agents? Let's get let's sort of get technical at the beginning. Is it evaluation? Is it an opinion of value? What is yeah. an agent? G'day, Nikki Parker, Alessio, um, Daryl. Good to have you on, Mark. It is the oldest trick in the book. It is the oldest trick in the book for customers that are seeking agent services when it comes to selling, when it comes to renting, you get the agent to your house. And the oldest trick in the book is you fall for the price. You forget mm. about service. You forget about talent. You forget about advertising, marketing, all of those things. You just look at the price and the agent tells you the price more than you want. And you suddenly like that person. It is the biggest trick in the book of naughty real estate agents. Quote high, get them in, rip them up. Yeah. And it's almost one strategy. Like if you were selling you, a good tip would be have the price of the agents at the end and see who you liked on all of them prior to knowing the price and who you who um, had the best marketing strategy, who you had the rapport with. I think that would be a good way to, you've almost got to think of it that way because a lot of um, a lot of time as agents, you hear, oh, we're going with that agent because he said it's worth this. Guys, an agent has the same, all agents have access to the same data of recent sales. And a lot of the time, so do you um, with technology these days. You can see what things are sold for. So if you've got two agents and they're saying 1.5 and then one agent says 1.8, you should really look into, you should really question how did you get that price when two others did it? Don't get me wrong, some agents can get it wrong, but a lot, more often than not, an agent will go in higher than get it wrong than what it's worth. So you should really, as much as that's what you want to hear, I think a lot of people allow their emotions to cloud their judgment and there's no, and that's, normal it's the biggest decision of your life it's really what you want to hear a hundred grand up or down can really be life changing so you want to believe it but you've really got to question back the data and get a and get a response rather than i thought that's what you'd want to hear to go with me and look your reason why you're getting an agent through the property is not for the price so no. why are you focusing so much on the price agents don't price the property buyers price the property the market prices the property prospective tenants price the property they will vote with their money they will vote with their money and they will tell you what it's worth what you're employing the agent for, for is to extract every possible buyer in the in the market and to extract the highest possible price out of those people that's what you're interviewing and people are used to interviewing quotes for full price as in yeah. prices, you know, what it's there and it's wrong. They're going to be interviewing agents for services and products, what they're going to do to get the highest price for the property, not what price a bank valuer is what you get. If you want to price your property, you get a bank valuer through your property. And guess what? 
they are still not buyers through your property. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I find some some owners, they just get tunnel vision. Um, once I see that price, like, that's the guy for me. He's And because you an agent gives the highest price, it doesn't mean they appreciate your home the most. A lot of owners think, well, he's, he thinks it's worth that. That means he sees the invisible value this property has. He gets it. Because any like any owner, if the house is worth one five, in their mind, they've got probably 10% higher just because they love the home, it's their home. And sometimes they correlate the price given with how much the agent appreciates or loves the home where it's just not the case. And you nailed it on nailed it on the head there, Mark. And a, an agent is there to get buyers to the property and to no, negotiate not irrelevant of the price. It's market with strategies. And just like anything, there's different strategies will get different amount of buyers to a property. And, and, and there's difference between one agent with their strategies and uh, knowledge and database can get more to your property um, rather than some others. That's what you're choosing. And what they put, what they put, what those people are going to pay for, you just don't know. But you need to, what you are nominating, what you're looking for is the person who can bring the most buyers there. But then also, you want to know they can negotiate. You don't want to have a great buyer there in front of a bad negotiator because then it's not going to go well. I'm, I'm sure everyone can relate to they've gone to a shop um, to buy something and more on a probably a, a, a and let's use a lower example because people probably may click a bit more. Everyone's gone to a shop where you may be looking to buy shoes and the person who's selling you the shoes is as useless as tits on the ball. They, they don't know the product. They don't know the benefits. They don't know what other shoes are sold for. And you're just like, this is ridiculous. And I walk out and you had the mindset of going into that shop to buy, but the person who was the representing that shop couldn't sell the product, couldn't let you know about the product. It's the same with real estate agents. It doesn't matter if that shoe is $500 or $100, that process of getting you that information is the exact same. That's what you're choosing your agent on. And it's easy to flash the cash. Yeah. It's easy to flash the cash. If someone flashes the cash, it doesn't mean what you think, right? So, if you again, if you're using that example at a at a bar, or if you use that at a bar, you know, on if someone's flashing the cash, it does. If they've got a fancy suit, if they're telling you a huge figure and flashing the cash, it doesn't mean they are what what you need. So you've got to be clever enough to not to actually know what you need when you're looking for a real estate agent. You've got to be clever and clever enough to say, okay, I realise that price is probably lower on the run. Like, you know, because really, if, you, if you're very good at finding buyers, a lot of them, the right ones, getting them through my property, saying the right things, negotiating the property well, well, hell, that's going to make me 10, more, 10 grand more than the other two or three people that I just had through. So you're not actually looking for price, guys. You're looking for an a, a agent that you're going to put opposite your buyer's that's what you're looking for, irrelevant. And whether that agent just flushes the cash or whether he actually is an experienced negotiator mm. to leverage the highest price out of the buyer, it's massive. Yeah, because you're not picking an agent on the price. You can sell the home yourself. You put the price low enough, 
you will get buyers to your home. Sell it low yeah. enough, you will get buyers. You're not picking an agent for that. You're picking an agent for the access of all the past deals they've done, all the past buyers they've accumulated over the years that you're going to access. Think about it this way. You're going to say pay $5,000 of marketing for your home. That may attract 20 buyers. Only one person buys it. So therefore you got 19 buyers left over, but you're selling your, your own home, doesn't matter. You've got that one buyer. Now imagine an agent who sold 50 homes and each owner has paid five grand of marketing and each property is drawn 20 buyers. Then you got 20, um, what do I say? 20 homes times uh, 50 homes divided by 20, you got a thousand buyers. Now obviously um, some bought the homes, but you got nine, that's what you're buying, those buyers plus new strategies to get more buyers and then have the ability to negotiate with those buyers once you get them. But it's got nothing to do with price. Price is the one of the lowest ranked. If you want to look at it, it's probably saying like marketing. Because the way I look at marketing, Mark, if you can bring enough buyers to a property, then that will compensate if you're not the best negotiator because you've just got your own competition. Think about the market two years ago. You put, put a for sale sign out there, you open door, it's sold, and you just get multiple offers because there was just so many buyers out there. So in a, in a tougher market, it's a lot probably the most important thing is marketing, having strategies, plan A, plan B, plan C, pre-portal, on realestate.com, and if it hasn't sold in 30 days, what's next strategy? That's more important. Then negotiating. As I said, you don't want to put your best buyer in front of a bad negotiator. Um, those two are a lot more important than the price an agent has told you because a buyer out in the marketplace doesn't care what the price is. They're going to look at it and come up with themselves. And a lot of the time the price isn't even on the property. So it even cares less what you've told the owner. That's so true. Who have we got here today? Bo, how are you? Mr. Caruso, how are you? Aqua Discussa. G'day. Discussa. Michael Edwards, always three prices on a property. Barg bargain, market and dream. Pay, pay an agent on the to protect your price. Yeah, protect the asset. And also, what's the agent telling you with strategies to get a better price and have your home looking better? For example, live mode and sell mode. And what we mean by that is decluttering the home. You want to have your home presented in a way that will attract buyers. So little tips out there. Remove your family photos. Declutter. The reason is a person buying your home is buying their family home, not yours. So they don't want to be reminded. They want to picture their, yeah, their kids so growing well up there. Said. So if you have yeah. a big photo of your kids, it sort of distorts them. Um, do you need to paint this, clean this, your gardening, landscaping? These are the tips you're um, getting an agent through. And then tips of marketing. For example, like do I have a signboard at the front of my home? Yes or no? Um, like for example, we were with buyers at the moment, like let's say you live in a cul-de-sac. A lot of owners think, let's not put a, um, I don't want a signboard at the front of my home because only the people who live in the street that come down there, but that's not the case. Any, any professional agent will know there's a lot of young families that will look at the school precinct, will then look at the streets around there that have cul-de-sacs because that's where kids love to play. It's a lot safer street. So then they'll drive down the streets with cul-de-sacs and see if there's a signboard. If you if you don't have a signboard, then they don't know you're for sale. A lot of agents will just say, yeah, you're right, let's not put one out, out the front. So 
you're paying an experience. For, yeah, for the experience, the inside knowledge, basically. Um, but and how many, how many times, and how many times, Michael, have, have you lost business um, based on uh, the the price that you gave an owner? So you've you've gone yeah. to an owner and they've said, look, Michael, we, re- we actually preferred you out of all the agents, but just on price. Uh, you weren't thinking what what um, what we were thinking, which was the highest price. Um, and then the property's on the market for three or four months. The owner dusts five or ten thousand in advertising, and then gives it to you to sell because they're not they did like you in the beginning, and they they you're the one they actually trusted, but they liked the, the price that the agent gave them. It happens regularly, and then we come yeah. along. We call it a clean up in our office. So when when an agent doesn't get something sold, we clean up behind them. How many cleanups we do because prices because property properties have been overquoted by realtors. Yep. Now I'm not suggesting that agents are doing that in an evil way or or um, they're yep. doing that just to get the business, like that they're bad yep. agents. But I just think sometimes that you know they get they just. <laughs> Yeah, let's face it. Hey, some are, some maliciously do it. But can, I some... back, can, can I take back that word jizz? Yeah, go for yeah, it. I'll take that. I think sometimes they, they, I'll take back the jizz. That sometimes they just get a bit excited, you know, that they just they price it incorrectly because they're they're sort of they're too over the market because they I don't know they love it or whatever. But or they're inexperienced. Or they, oh yeah, they're inexperienced. You well, know, so why, it's dangerous, I re- guys. I reckon it's more inexperienced than maliciously and a lot of the time that inexperienced one is the cheapest agent so we haven't even touched on commission that would be a whole nother topic a whole nother segment maybe we just stay on price because that's a whole nother 40 minute rant um the commission one the commission i think a good agent obviously you're paying you know what it is also um you're not comparing same like for like i think people don't realize that i think it's if you're buying a can of coke it, you know, I guess you can, it, it, price does matter even more because a mm-hmm. can of Coke is all out of one factory. If you're buying a Toyota Corolla, then it's all out of the one factory. So then it becomes a price war and it's a race to the bottom, right? This yep. is different. This is different because, you know, it's like bread or fresh bread. It's two bloody different things. Do you know what I mean? So an, an agent services of what you're buying or consuming, or it's like a doctor, you can get a doctor with no qualifications or you can get a doctor that's been doing that specific operation for 20 years. So at the end of the day, I think you've got to be really careful. Like, you know what's really funny? Who goes into a doctor and cares about how much they're going to pay for their heart surgery? Yeah. Like this is a, this is a, this is an event that's going to be significantly life-changing to the person. It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing that happens to someone. It's health. And you actually don't even care about price. I just want a really good doctor. People have got a value that selling a property, it's not as important as the as the as the heart surgery, mm. but they've got to understand that, you know, they're only gonna be this is their biggest one of the biggest assets they're ever gonna have in their life. And they have to get the highest possible price for that asset. And they do need a doctor to, uh, of a salesperson to get the highest price of selling the asset. So they can't fall into that trap. They can't fall into the trap of, quote, of quote, no, you know, and it's, and that, that what that doctor is doing 
what has, has he done that operation lots before? Has he got lots of experience? Price is irrelevant. That's my point. Commission is irrelevant. That's my point. You know, you got you got to be pricing your property. Put that aside for now because the market's going to put the price on the property. Yeah, and guys, Luke, thanks for joining. If you're just joining in, what we're talking about is owners getting tricked um, with the, what their property is worth. Um, either agents being inexperienced, well, owners hearing what they want to hear and nominating agents based on the price they give. Sometimes agents can go um, can go a little bit higher. Sometimes it's a malicious tactic because they know owner, a lot of owners will pick based on the emotion of what an owner, a agent thinks it's worth. Um, sometimes it's through inexperience. Um, sometimes it's a bit of, it's a combination of both. So where we're just stressing to you guys, pick an agent based on the marketing strategy, the negotiation skills. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of ways around that. Not not on the highest. Don't pick them. The worst thing you can do is basically pick an agent on the highest price and the lowest fee. That combination equals the shittest agent. Simple. Big time. Anything else we want to talk about? Say something very important. Um, I made the golden mistake for real estate agents today. What'd you do? I ate garlic. Garlic, cool. Bad breath. Saturday, open houses, lots of people you meet. I went to Lavotti's last night and I had mm. garlic prawns and I, had, I I could kill a vampire if they were half a kilometre away. <laughs> Not good, mate, but a good meal. I've got, to, I've got to say, a good meal. If you get to go, if anyone's on the northern beaches or wants to travel to the northern beaches of Sydney, uh, a family-run unbelievable business to go and have Italian Lavotti's Italian. Let's get Frank in, uh, on. Let's get yeah, Frank let's get on. Frank. Talk about it, opening how they've had the family business what thirty years. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk about them. They've had, especially as a business, they've had Prime Street front frontage property, and then they've been in the back streets. What was the reason? I'd love to get what's the reasoning behind it. How do they feel? Because being out on the front lines of a lot of commercial deals, a lot of um, a lot of tenants may steer away from that lo location. But I stress, if you've got a product that's good enough and the service and say food and food good enough, people will come. And uh, usually a lot of the time, if you're not in as much of a prime position, your parking situation is a hell of a lot better, which is a more of a prime position. So which I'd is love a, to get those guys on. But they are, they are an establishment on the half. They're an attraction business. Uh, and I think that you can, once you're even more established, you can start to afford to do that. And you know what's really, really interesting? Um, uh, with these businesses now with social media, um, all those beauty shops that we're putting in, um, nail and beauty that's going into a particular building in DY8 mm. Fisher Road, they don't even care now about being... Um, about having eyeballs seeing them because they've got this they've got a social media presence yeah so that's that's pretty interesting as well that could that's be another one has, has social media replaced the shop front you reckon it has yeah all right guys has. thanks for tuning in and we'll be back on monday sport media how are you legends everyone have a great weekend any plans for the weekend mr Burgio? Nope. Any exciting? Any dates? Nah. Any Saturday night dates? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> All right. Last, just everyone, last, last week, Verge got caught out on a date with a client and the client 
what put it in a WhatsApp group, the photo of, of Michael and his date. So uh, you can't you can't get away these days. Nah, that's all right. It's all good. I was with Pavilion. It was a great meal. <laughs> it was gold. All right. Good, good times. All right. Thank you. See you Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.